This is Toastcaster, your communication leadership and learning lab, your host, Greg Gazin, speaker, blogger, author, and syndicated veteran columnist of Troy Media. Episode 171, Data Backup Lessons from TV Sex and the City, for World Backup Day 2023. Today's March 31st, and it's World Backup Day. It reminded this gadget guy of an article that I was inspired to write for the Edmonton Sun. It was a print newspaper 22 years ago. But it wasn't after watching the news or a show about technology, but rather a TV show about women, specifically Bravo's Sex in the City. And I think in some places you find it on HBO. Now, before we begin, I don't think there's one person in the world who doesn't know what a backup is. But despite that, According to Backblaze, as of 2021, 21% have never made a backup of anything. Now, what happened 22 years ago, it was a warm Saturday evening, the summer of 2001. After absorbing about 90 minutes of comedian George Carlin, I think many of you know who he is, along with my spouse, Elaine, I walked away from the tube. But Elaine said, Greg, 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 you, you got to watch this. It was an upcoming show about four friends, all 30-something New York City single women, constantly searching for true love and happiness. But because it featured an Apple Macintosh, she wanted me to watch. And I said, no, 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 I'm not interested. Just, oh, no, no, you got to watch this. Now, Elaine knew what the episode was about because that same episode had aired the night before and she caught most of it. Now, I knew nothing at the time about the main character, Carrie Bradshaw, sex columnist for the New York Star, other than she was portrayed by actor Sarah Jessica Parker, whose computer of choice was a gray Apple 1998 Macintosh PowerBook G3. Now, I thought to myself, well, it's just simply another excuse for product placement. But yet, the episode rolled out into an incredibly entertaining and, for some, a truly educational story. Now, at that time, I was sorry that I hadn't taped it ahead of time, so I had difficulty remembering all of the actual dialogue that transpired that time. But of course, now everything just lives online. So here's what happened. We'll call it The Crash. Now, of course, in every type of show like this, there's all kinds of drama between the ladies' quartet. As you know, most of these shows have a number of running storylines that are all going on at the same time. I think that's pretty common in a lot of shows these days. Now, in this particular case, the main storyline begins as, we'll call her our heroine. Our heroine's computer goes awry. She's working diligently, click, click, click on her article. And then the infamous cherry bomb comes up, a system crash. Now, of course, her boyfriend, Aiden, at the time, played by John Corbett, comes to the rescue. He tells her, Carrie, just breathe and reboot, as it always works on my computer. So he proceeds to hit Control-Alt-Delete to reboot the machine. Instantly, the chimes of death sounded as a sad Mac, and in this case, it was a snarly Mac, very creative in that time, showed up on the window. Now, for Windows folks, that's similar to the dreaded blue screen of death. Now, Carrie gets really upset. He says, hang in there, sugar. This thing's just faking you out. That's all. Aiden, please, she said, just stop touching it. Stop it. You don't know what you're doing. Just stop. Suddenly, Carrie enters into a panic mode, realizing that her whole life flashes in front of her. All of her work, including her latest composition, were now trapped on that wretched computer. 
The scene at some point moves to a phone call where Carrie is explaining to Miranda what's going on. She expects the usual sympathy that friends usually give. Then Miranda asks if Carrie backed up. Of course, immediately Carrie gets angered and she said, and she insisted that she's never heard her friend use that term before. Backups? They never discuss backups. Now, apparently the four friends always discuss just about every intimate detail about everything in their lives. I think you get it. My spouse Elaine turns and looks at me and she nods her head and she laughs at me, totally agreeing with what Carrie just said. She says, yeah, Greg, she says, it's so true. You know, women talk about a lot of things, but computers, uh-uh. Backups? It's just not one of them. At this point, I am really into this show. I need to see what happens. After, uh, we'll call it repeated meltdowns, Carrie takes her Mac to this repair shop. It's called TechServe. And she goes in there and if she's, she's served by number. She was number 64, you know, just like you're at a bakery. She is deeply expressing that her life was residing on this hard drive. Customer service agent, or maybe the clerk, I'm not sure what they called him at the time, was Dimitri. He was played by Asif Manvi. He says to her, please tell me exactly what happened right before you crashed. So Aiden butts in and advises him about the three-finger salute, Control-Alt-Delete. Now, this is obviously a Mac shop. Dimitri wastes no time blurting out, that only works on PCs. You a PC user? You're not compatible. <laughs> Almost questioning the status of the couple's relationship. But that, folks, is another part of the story. So Dimitri turns to Carrie and said, tell me what happened. She said, I was typing and then he came over and he kissed me. <laughs> and then I got the bomb. Not the bomb, you know, said Dimitri. Not the good kind. And of course, he seems kind of smirk and Carrie's going, is this funny? Do you think that this is funny? <laughs> the clerk at the time, of course, he's typing away frantically. And this guy is a typical hotshot geek a la Big Bang Theory. And of course, he asks the usual questions, including nonchalantly, when was the last time you backed up your work? <laughs> Carrie exclaimed, I don't do that. She had no documentation or manuals because she had gone totally feng shui and had pretty much thrown everything away. Anything else before we go forward, Dimitri says. Yes, there was this little mean man who popped up and he had X's where his eyes should be. <laughs> and his tongue was hanging out the side of his mouth. The mean guy on the Mac, not Dimitri. Uh, he didn't have a tongue. Yeah, he had a tongue. Oh, Dimitri says, that's a sad Mac. You sad Mac, you should have told me that before. Carrie goes, oh my God, why? What does that mean? She said, he said, it could be your motherboard, could be the guts of your computer, it could be RAM. Carrie sits there just looking totally dumbfounded. He said, we'll keep it here for a couple of days. We'll run some tests. And he goes, I'm Dimitri, and I'll call you if you find anything. Subsequently, Aiden tries to make things right. Carrie's knight in shining armor. He makes this feeble attempt to comfort her by buying her a new shiny grape purple Mac iBook, one that resembles a clamshell. And if you're not familiar, you can Google a picture. In a moment of frustration and self-absorption, Carrie declared that she already had a computer, giving it and not him a hug. <laughs> now, we also find out later that she's also thrown away her warranty card and ended up forking out for a new motherboard, and she bought a zip drive. Again, for those of you not familiar with the zip drive, you can certainly Google it. But sadly, she gets the call. Carrie's data just wasn't recoverable. So what's the meaningful message? 
With that experience, Carrie Bradshaw learned a valuable life lesson about relationships and her computer. And more importantly, backups are important. And, you know, it's just not a guy thing. That episode of Sex in the City was appropriately titled My Motherboard, Myself. And for those of you who are interested, it's season four, episode eight. I'll put a link to the audio and the transcript in the show notes. You might want to consult your local streaming services to watch the episode in your country. In the US, I know it's available on HBO Max. Here in Canada, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm certainly going to look it up. Now, when you think about it, folks, most shows of this nature provide a high level of entertainment, but sometimes they offer and in fact do convey useful messages. If we think back then, 2001, when computers were introduced into the mix, they were often used as props or for product advertising on TV shows. We know today with the advent of smartphones, tablets, and a plethora of other gadgets, stories are a little different. And in fact, with some of the new technology and the sci-fi, sometimes they become the main character. But in 2001, ironically the year of the space odyssey, the Apple notebook formed a part of the story. It illustrated how we as a society have really become very reliant on computers and not totally infallible. However, unlike humans who suffer brain injuries or perhaps just forgets, computers do have an advantage. And of course, we're talking about smartphones and tablets too today. Their memories or their memory or their data can be preserved, right? By creating a duplicate or a backup copy of the information. Now, back then, for those of you who remember <laughs> the 2000s, backups were usually done on a medium independent from the main computer. We would use floppy disks. We would use CDRs, the recordable CDs. Many of us use things called a zip drive, or perhaps we just email them to other people. Today, we have a lot more options. We've got USB thumb drives, large capacity external hard drives. We've got automated high-speed backups, right? We got cloud storage like Apple's iCloud, Dropbox, Google Drive, Microsoft OneDrive. I mean, the possibilities are endless. If you're like me, chances are you all have a plethora of data tucked away on your laptops, smartphones, tablets, and whatever devices you have. But today it's more than just documents, work files, school files, tax forms. We're also talking photos, audio, video, and things go wrong. Things break, things get stolen, things crash. If you don't want to someday lose it all, as Carrie did, I highly suggest that methods to preserve it should not be taken lightly. So I encourage all of you to today do your part, take a pledge, take action on World Backup Day. That's hashtag World Backup Day, where you can also visit worldbackupday.com for more info. Just do yourself a favor. <laughs> this is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. Thank you.
This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies, a new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.